Hey, 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 family. Welcome back to the Six Figure Saints podcast. I'm your host, Isis Brianna, and this is the podcast where we help you build your brand, business, bank account, and faith all at the same time. Here, we merge biblical scripture and business to make sure that you are excelling in life and as a person. So I'm really excited for today. Actually, I'm always excited. (laughs) But today's topic is one that really hits home for me. And it's something that I feel is plaguing entrepreneurs. And that is perfectionism. So many of us entrepreneurs wear perfectionism like a badge of honor, and it drives me a little bit crazy. We'll laugh and say, oh my gosh, I'm such a perfectionist, like it's a good thing. (laughs) And I'm here to tell you that just because perfectionism is normal doesn't mean that it's a good thing. Honestly, most things that are normal aren't technically good things, but that's a topic for a whole nother day. But I want to let you know that by the end of this episode, you're going to be able to crush perfectionism because it's time for you to stop procrastinating and calling it perfectionism, honey. It's time for you to stop trying to be perfect and instead start trying to be more purposeful with what you do. So we are going to dive into this topic for today. This actually came to my mind because I was reading Harvard Business Review, and I feel like so super smart saying that. (laughs) But, you know, I was just spending some casual time reading Harvard Business Review, and I saw this article um, by this author named Rebecca Knight, and there was this part of it that really stood out to me that said, Perfectionism is a double-edged sword. On one hand, it can motivate you to perform at a high level and deliver top-quality work. On the other hand, it can cause you to have unnecessary anxiety and stress. And by the next time you find yourself nitpicking and niggling details, ask a trusted colleague for feedback. You might discover that your first draft is already good enough. And oh my gosh, that stood out to me so much because my first year of entrepreneurship, I was still working in the classroom. I was a teacher and I did love my job as a teacher, but I didn't necessarily love my job as being a teacher in the education system and the restrictions that it had. And so I was so ready to quit my job. I obsessed over every single detail of my business and I wanted to be perfect in everything that I did because I didn't want to leave any room for mistakes. I was so set on making sure that my business would succeed that it was actually failing (laughs) because I was trying to be so perfect. I seriously would take like months to launch anything because I would be so stressed and obsessed over how my website looked or how my copy was for my captions. If you know me, I call myself the typo queen now because I've learned to embrace that. (laughs) But I would actually be inconsistent for a while because I didn't want to post any captions uh, or any stories on Instagram or anything that could have typos. And I think that went on for probably at least six months. And I don't think I realized the magnitude of how negatively my perfectionism was affecting my business and just me as a person 
until I did a poll on my Instagram story. And if you follow me on Instagram now, you know I just love doing polls. And for some reason, this day, I felt led to ask my audience, how do you feel about me? Like, and not in a way like, oh my gosh, tell me if I'm a good person or not. But (laughs) more so asking them like, what type of perception am I giving you from my social media? And I had a lot of people say something along the lines of, oh my gosh, your life looks so perfect. Oh my gosh, I don't even know what you do for a living. All you do is travel. I even had a few people who hurt my feelings a little bit back in the day, but now I appreciate it. They said straight up, you're kind of (laughs) unrelatable because you seem so perfect. And I think the one that stood out to me the most is when someone said, you make me feel like I'm not doing enough. And oh my gosh, that broke my heart. I was literally so shocked. I'm trying not to I'm trying not to cry thinking about that right now. That really hurt me because I'm like the same girl who the night before that story was crying over my laptop. Like crying over how I couldn't get anything right. I'm the same girl who was starting to hate social media because it didn't feel fun and because I felt like I had to show up as this perfect version of myself and I just didn't know how to run my business. I really, really, really like dug a hole for myself when it came to perfectionism and trying to get everything right led me to getting everything so wrong. I even didn't believe in myself for a while because my business just wasn't taking off. Like, I think people read my success story like, oh, my first month in business, I made $10,000 in less than a month. Yeah, but that was followed by a month of, oh my gosh, I have to keep this going. I have to keep this same stamina. I have to keep people engaged. And it led to such terrible feelings of needing like I needed to do everything perfect that I was just destroying my business for a few months. And I really think I would have taken off much sooner if I wasn't trying to be perfect. And so after I read the Harvard Business Review article, I like sat and cried for a moment. (laughs) And then I did what I usually do. I went to go to my Bible and then I went to go journal. And I came across this scripture. I actually... You know what? Yeah, I'm going to read the whole chapter to you. I have it pulled up. (laughs) I'm going to read like just a few of the scriptures. We're in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, and I'm going to tell you what our anchor scripture of today is, but I'm just going to read this to you too, and hopefully this connects to you in a way that it connected to me. So if you know when you look in your Bible, each section kind of has a title too, And this really stuck out to me because the title of this section is Boldly Face the Future. In another version, it was called Invest in Many Ventures. In another version, it was called Serve God While You're Young. So I really thought that was pretty cool. But here we are starting off um, on Scripture 1 of Chapter 11, Ecclesiastes. It says, Do good wherever you go. After a while, the good that you do will come back to you. Invest what you have in several different things because you don't know what bad things might happen on earth. These are some things that you can be sure of. If the clouds are full, it'll rain. They'll pour water on the earth. If the trees fall to the south or to the north, they will stay where they fall. But there are some things that you cannot be sure of and you must just take a chance. If you wait for perfect weather, you will never plant your seed. If you are afraid that every cloud will bring rain, then you will never harvest your crops. 
You don't know where the wind blows and you don't know how a baby grows in its mother's room, which is funny because we kind of do know now. (laughs) In the same way, you don't know what God will do because he makes everything happen. And then it goes on later to say, and this is verse nine now. So young people, enjoy yourselves while you're young, be happy and do whatever your heart leads you to do. Oh my gosh, I think that entire chapter is so good. But our anchor scripture for today that I pulled from that is actually verse four, where it says, but there are some things that you cannot be sure of. You must take a chance. If you wait for perfect weather, you will never plant your seed. If you are afraid that every cloud will bring rain, you will never harvest your crops. And oh my goodness gracious, how good is that? It's just such a reminder and confirmation. And I think the Bible is so dope. I mean, that's why we have this podcast. But I think it was just so fitting how God thought, like, hey, let me put all of these good ideas and life lessons into one book. Because how many times have you waited for the perfect season, the perfect time, the perfect person to partner with, the perfect idea to come to you before you plant your seed, right? Like I know me, for example, I will literally wait months. I'm not kidding. I will wait months to say, you know what? I think it's finally the perfect time. I think I finally have time to commit to this. Then I can do it. And by the time I want to put out the idea, it's not even interesting anymore, And then that's the second part of the scripture. If you're afraid that every cloud will bring rain, you will never harvest your crops. Oh my gosh. That reminds me of this time where I really wanted to put out this course about kind of what our podcast is about now, like how the Bible really helps you with your business and your heart and your ideas and how the scripture says, if you're always afraid, you're never going to harvest your crops. I was afraid for so long. Because I don't know why I went through a season of having just like spiritual attacks on social media. Like if I mention God, somebody will message me like, oh my gosh, Christians don't like to do yoga. Christians uh, shouldn't be wearing bikinis. Christians shouldn't. I seriously had someone tell me that Christians should not look good. (laughs) And I was like, I'm so afraid to put out content that feels good to me now that I never even got to bring that to fruition. I mean, now we have the podcast, but I really just want to show you how much perfectionism and worrying about other people's thoughts really hinders you. And so I want to give you five ways to really just crush your perfectionism today, starting right now. Number one is to just celebrate your mistakes. I used to hate being the typo queen, (laughs) and now I celebrate it because every time I make a typo, I promise myself, you know what, I'm not going to make this typo again. Anytime I make a mistake in life, I know that it's a mistake that I will not repeat. But how can you ever grow if you're not even allowing yourself to make mistakes? Instead of looking at them as things that are going to like hinder you for the rest of your life, look at them as things that are going to teach you a lesson for the rest of your life. Like now you know not to do that ever again. So that's number one. Start celebrating yourself. Number two is start breaking up these big ideas into small steps. You have to break these things down because if you go into it with a perfectionist mind and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to launch all of quarter one by the end of this week, all of my products, all of my services, 
you are going to stress yourself all the way out. You cannot get a huge task perfectly done, but what you can do is break it down into little steps and celebrate your mistakes along the way. If you know that you wanna plan out your product and services all for Q1 of 2022, then you need to look at that first step. What's the first thing I need to do? Okay, maybe I just need to outline ideas. What are my ideas? What do I wanna put into place? Celebrate yourself for doing that. Now you can say, okay, here's the freebie that I wanna create. Let me actually outline this. Let me go to Canva and create a quick document. Celebrate yourself for that. But if you look at the big picture, you're gonna end up stressing yourself out and feeling discouraged when you're not able to get all of that stuff done. Do not do that to yourself. Now, number three, I want you to just be yourself in every single thing that you do. I actually was on a call with a client today right before recording this episode, and she was like, Isis, how do I show up on video? I'm kind of like stressed. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. And the answer is simple. Be yourself in every single thing you do. I think perfectionism lies a little bit in like wanting to be like other people or just not wanting to just make mistakes, but that is okay and that's normal, especially when you do number one and start celebrating your mistakes. I remember back in the day, (laughs) I say back in the day, I mean like 2019, (laughs) back in the day, I actually created this rule for myself where I would not be perfect or try to be perfect on video. And I started creating a two chance rule. I would give myself two chances to record my Instagram story. And if the first time didn't work, I got to record it again. If the second time didn't work, I posted it as it was because I know that perfectionism stops me from doing anything that I need to do. It just makes me procrastinate and I spend so much time thinking about one task. So I want you to challenge yourself and think, What is that one thing that I'm just like not being myself in or I feel like I'm doing over and over and over again just to make it seem like I'm perfect or to just get it right? I want you to challenge yourself to set a limit on it. Like now you will see me on my Instagram story. I will like burp. I will be in my bed. I will look a hot mess. If I stutter over my words, I just start over mid-sentence like I just want you to get used to being yourself and that also helps you be more confident and comfortable on camera too. So that's another thing to think about. The fourth thing I want you to do is just stop focusing on everything about you and start focusing on your gifts and how they can help people. Also, I believe that when you're a perfectionist like me, I'm going to say retired perfectionist. I'm learning to <laughs> I'm learning to retire that lifestyle. If you're trying to become a retired perfectionist, one of the things that helped me is when I realized that truthfully is not about me. God gave us our gifts to be given away. He gave us our gifts to help people, to share with the world. And if we just think that it's about us, if, oh, how people look at me, or what's people going to think about me if I say this, if I do this, then you're not really operating in your gifts and you're not doing what God called you to do. So every time you get hung up on a thought, on a typo, (laughs) on an idea, on a caption, on anything you're trying to perfect, I want you to think about, is this actually taking time away from the time I should be using helping people? Or should I just post it, 
Should I just send it? Should I just do it and get it over with? And I promise you, when you send it and do it and say it or whatever that's hanging you up, you feel 10 times better. And then lastly, the thing I want you to do is realize that you don't have competition. God made us all so differently. Even if you are working in the same niche, the same field as someone else, your story is different. Your life is different. Your ideas are different. How you present your knowledge is different. How you sell things are even going to be different. And so if that's the case, you do not have competition. And the reason I say that is because I feel like perfectionism is also rooted in comparison and competition. And I hope I'm not projecting. Maybe that's just for me. (laughs) But I know personally, when I'm really in a state of being a perfectionist and trying to do the absolute most, It's because I don't want people to look at my content and like, oh my gosh, so-and-so did it better. Or I don't want to put out something where it's like, oh my gosh, I could have done it better. I could have done it like her. I, Oh, she said it this way and this is the best way to get it done. Or he sold his product this way. Maybe I should do it this way. All of that is just rooted in comparison. But once I realized that I really don't have competition, everybody, even those who are in my field, even those who are business coaches are really allies because they're working with me to get my message out there. They're working with me to help the same people. And why not just partner up with them and cover them with love? And so I really want you to realize you don't have competition. And that may be something that you have to practice daily. I know that I did. I had to remind myself all the time. I had to tell myself in the mirror every morning that, hey, you do not have competition. But I want you to know that. So again, I'm going to close this out. But Our scripture for today, our anchor scripture, is Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 4, that says, But there are some things that you cannot be sure of. You must take a chance. And if you wait for perfect weather, you will never plant your seeds. If you are afraid that every cloud will bring rain, you will never harvest your crops. So today, I want you to walk away promising yourself that you will not wait for perfect weather, And you will not be afraid that every cloud is going to bring rain. Thank you again for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Saints podcast. We work together to make sure that you are able to build your brand, business, bank account, and faith all at the same time. If you want to do your homework, activity, or accountability resource that goes along with this episode, you can go to isisbriana.com slash retired perfectionist. Again, that's isisbriana.com slash retired perfectionist. See you on the next episode.